What's up, everyone? And welcome to a special Tales from the Tour edition of the Two Metal for this podcast. I'm Jason, and I'll be joined today, as always, by my co-host, Justin and Bobby motherfucking McDermott. On this episode, we will be discussing Justin and I's recent experience at the Heart Support Fest in Orlando, Florida. So without further ado, we'll get into that discussion. See you on the other side. motherfuckers so these two ding-dongs went to the heart support fest yesterday it's a two-day event still going on right now they went to the one day uh the biggest draw was parkway drive for justin that's uh, one of your favorite bands Fuck yeah and you said you what did they cancel the past few shows what was the story there yeah there was cancellations and band issues and, and it's been like what, four or five years since yeah four or five years since they've been back around here so that's fucking cool you got to check them out and this was in Orlando Amphitheater. What is the venue? Orlando, yeah, Orlando Amphitheater. All right. And uh, what time did it start? Well, the gates opened at what? Noon-ish? So first, you got an- first band was at 1.30, opened with Bloodlines. Oh, was they good? So they were they were not bad. Unfortunately for them, they were the first yeah. act to play mm-hmm. on that stage. So they were still tweaking a lot of the sound levels and stuff. That's, that's your job. And they experienced a lot of issues it was near it was probably the second to last song when they got it all dialed in they sounded mm. a lot better mm. but those dudes were cool uh they were from texas i believe okay. and they said that was the biggest crowd they had ever played hey, for yeah, man. and they were so stoked so i was happy for them that's cool i did miss bloodlines i seen a little bit of them from the parking lot where the parking lot was at you could see the stages right. just get my levels right still so yeah. right 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 uh were there any of the uh opener headline uh opener bands you guys were into like looking forward to seeing it's usually the you know the smaller print bands of this the stuff that i would get into uh or was there any new bands you never heard of that you saw i i went in it uh around two o'clock to catch bleed from within at 2 30 and i thought they fucking crushed it and uh, you were familiar with them or is it some new i I had heard a couple of their songs leading into the week. Right. And then the week of, I looked up a lot more of their stuff. I'm starting to get excited to see them. And they definitely delivered when I seen them live. What kind of shit were they? All kind of uh, metalcore Yeah, more metalcore I would say. A lot, a lot of the stuff on, on the bill here is a lot of metalcore type, right, right. type influence. So straightforward metalcore. They were from Scotland. Okay. That was my next one. Are they from around? Because, uh, you know, you get uh, different areas of the world. You get a little bit of different uh, variations on arrangements and stuff. Is always kind of a cool element. Scotland metalcore. Get some. They right. also yeah. mentioned it was one of the bigger crowds that they had seen. Fuck yeah. Uh, when they are out there. Something after, like seven people in Scotland. <laughs> yeah. He said that they had been a band for 17 years. Oh, that's awesome. And this was their first time being in the United States. So they were also super Fuck stoked yeah. to be there. Oh, they cool sounded great too. They put on a one hell of a fucking show. They were they were brutal. Oh yeah, yeah. cool. All right. Uh, what was the main draw for you there, uh, Jason? I know you was excited about Parkway Drive, Justin. But what about you, Jason? Was there anybody in particular you're, you was there to see? There were a few. I'm a big fan of He Is Legend, so I was excited the to White see Bat. them. Isn't that the one? Right? Yes. Yeah, I like that one. They sounded Actually, good too. They opened up with that song, okay, so that was cool. pretty awesome. All right. Um, the singer, unfortunately, was not feeling great. He mm. has some health issues that has kind of jeopardized his career a little bit, I guess, oh, causing him to put things on the back burner. But he oh. did really well. Still trying to rock it, though. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's cool. Good absolutely. for him. Absolutely. So that was a fun show. I uh, was really looking forward to Currents. 
I don't know if Justin got to see them or not. No, I think I came in. They, right, I think they were right, wrapping up right when I was coming right in. Right after them. Hmm. Super tight, kind of gent, metalcore type band. Hmm. They were technically just really spot on. Solos were fantastic. The vocalist was, he did the cleans and the harsh vocals mm-hmm. and just fucking nailed it all the way through. Really solid performance from them too. Um, and then, of course, for me, I just recently saw uh, two of the bigger bands. I saw Memphis May Fire and Parkway Drive on Shiprocked. Uh, so I kind of knew what to expect with them. For me, it had been quite a few years since I seen August Burns Red, and they were the ones I was really looking forward to seeing. All right, uh, real quick, though, uh, was it the same set that you saw on the boat with the Parkway Drive? It was pretty close. I think there may have been a song or two that was different. So that's but, pretty much what they're doing on this tour. All right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other band was it Memphis. Memphis May Fire. Their set was a little different because they played a shorter set. Okay. They only, here. they only gave them 30 minutes. Yeah. I wish they would have got a little bit more time. They got an right. hour on the boat. So okay. I heard some songs that maybe they don't get to pull out that often right, right, on the right. boat. So. Hmm. All right. Uh, really cool performance, though. And I was really excited to see all the the old school metalcore kids that had probably been following Memphis May Fire since they were way heavier. And some of these kids lost their shit when they played the older songs. Yeah. So that was really exciting to uh, see. That was a fun pit. Yeah. Concert tip number 66. If somebody falls, pick them the fuck up. Do not run over them. Now, I'm guessing a lot of the headliners are more of the, the spectacle-type bands that will uh, be cool-looking at night. Uh, these earlier bands that are playing during the daytime, which is just fucking horrible for metalheads in general, was did they bring enough fucking heat to that? Like, you want to watch their show because they don't get the lights and stuff. And the, like, Is it still a cool thing to check out, though? I think so. I think you have to bring a certain level of energy mm-hmm. to compensate for that. Mm-hmm. So the band I really want to mention would be Comeback Kid. All right. So I'm not super familiar with mm-hmm. their material. Mm-hmm. I have tons of friends that are into the band, and they have kind of a really diehard fan base that mm-hmm. really follows them. So really, I went to check them out out of respect to all these people I know that love this band. Right. Now, these guys, in the middle of the day, when it was hot as fuck and there was no light show... They went out there and they brought the energy. Yeah, all right. They mm-hmm. were intense. Their their singer was, I mean, he demanded everyone's attention. He was fucking crazy. They were the typical hardcore band. They dressed like they didn't give a shit what they looked like. Mm-hmm. And he somehow found a way to bring that small club hardcore vibe. Mm-hmm into the festival that's awesome he spent like a good chunk of his performance instead of being on the stage he was at the rail in everybody's faces there you go he was doing the hardcore thing where he would give the fans the mic and let them shout into the mic it was it was great man and i that's how you went over a crowd without all the spectacle and the light show and everything is you make them part of the performance and he did that man it ended up being one of my favorite performances of the day Mm -hmm. From a band that I virtually knew nothing about. 
Bleed from, with, uh, Bleed from Within did some of that as well. It's pretty That's cool. fucking cool. Uh, the three times I've seen Slipknot, two of them were daytime shows, and they fucking killed it both. They're like, uh, you got to bring the, the energy and the heat. You ain't got no lights and like you know, but it can still be done. So that's cool that they they did that. That's that that'll get people talking and stuff. Like, hey, did you see the fucking earlier band? And yeah, that's good. Good for them. It's really a test of how well of a performer you are when you don't have all the tricks. No it's shit. Just you up there raw with nothing but the crowd. Straight punk rock. I like it. Now, what's the pits like out there, Justin? Uh, who had the better pits? What band? For the pits that I was in, because yeah. I missed most of August Burns Red for whatever reason. I was busy and then doing your thing. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> Unfortunately. But uh, Parkway Drive, man, that was a insane pit. And it wasn't just one pit. There was one huge pit that converged into another pit. And from what I heard, from what Winston was saying on stage, there was a pit over by, he kept calling it the pub, the mm-hmm. bar over here to the left. There you go. So you had at least three different pits going on at one time. And it was... It was wild. There was a lot of hardcore kids in there, man, doing their stupid spin kicks and stuff, though. So I didn't really enjoy when they got in there. But as the set moved on later on in the night, those kids kind of disappeared. It just became a really fun pit with a lot of bouncing and taking care of each other. So Uh, you had mentioned that uh, Parkway does not do the pyro stuff. Was their show still pretty fucking? Did they they do lights and shit? they, They got a big spectacle without the fire? Yeah. So. Lately, they've been doing a lot of pyro overseas, and then right. this tour through the United States, they didn't bring the pyro for whatever reason. You just did lights, and uh, it doesn't necessarily take away from the show, but it doesn't feel as big. It doesn't feel as, like as big of a spectacle of what mm-hmm. I was seeing. Um, it was still a lot of fun, though. I mean, didn't take away from it necessarily, but it could have been better. All right. And uh, you saw them on the boat. Was the spectacle the same? Was it better? Yeah, did they have a better setup? You know, it's on a fucking stage instead of a fucking ship. I think it was a little better as far as the variety of different types of lights and the way they would change it up in between songs. Right, right, right. Um, I think you're in a little bit of a box on the ship as far as what you can do. Right, right. So there's a little bit more variety in between songs. Different color lights and different things would come into effect. So, yeah, I would say it was a little better. I'm saying you just seen him pretty recently and you saw him again, which is still fresh enough to where you weren't like bored it's like you're seeing something a little different you said it was almost the same set i mean you like the songs and shit but it's a little bit of different vibe going on yeah yes and i think that as powerful as their live show is like i'd probably go see them again tomorrow because that's just how good they are i mean they there you go. They, they really captivate the audience and they bring everybody in and yeah so the, like the crowds are they're fucking digging these guys like you know how's the pits like they they're into this shit this is the shit people want to fucking get down to yeah I mean for Parkway it definitely was I was in the pit for Memphis for part of he he is legend for Bleed from Within they were all good pits man was Parkway the headliner or was Parkway there... was the headliner so who was the direct opener for them so we're gonna get into Dance Gavin Dance now right Here we go see how I did that oh boy I don't get this band. I'm not going to be too mean, but I oh, don't get it. The come gu- on, you've been drinking. Be mean. <laughs> the guitar player is slightly interesting at times. <laughs> the bass player stands around and uh, like looks at the drum kit for the majority of the show with oh, their back man. towards the crowd. It was kind of weird. But then they had some funky bass, <laughs> bass lines that came in that were interesting. 
Uh, my biggest issue with this band is both of the lead singers. The I guess we'll call them clean vocals were some of the whiniest mm. vocals I've ever heard in my life. You have a little sample of what it sounded like, possibly? I'm, no. Uh, right. I could probably do better, and I'm not a singer. I'm oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, no. But I, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, right. <laughs> the harsh vocals were... I guess like kind of monotone. They didn't really go anywhere. Mm. They were just there. Um, um, but a lot of people were into this the, band. Truthfully, that's what I was going to say. Was a the crowd people, into Truthfully, it. a like, lot of people left after this band. There was uh, a much smaller crowd for Parkway Drive, especially by the very end of the show. Like I was surprised as I left the pit because it was still crowded in the pit. Right? As I left the pit, it was like, damn, where did everybody go? Hmm. And I don't know if that was an indictment on Parkway Drive necessarily, or mm. if people were just tired from the day. Also, got really fucking cold, man. So yeah. if you weren't down in that pit, you were freezing your ass off up there on the lawn. Um, that might have been part of it. But yeah, Dance Gavin Dance was the direct support. And uh, the best way I can describe is I just didn't get it. What do you think, Jason? That's a good show tip, though. If it gets cold, go in the pit. It's nice warm in there. Yeah, you'll stay warm down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have to agree with Justin. It was kind of funny because, you know, can't necessarily say that Justin and I went to this show together because we probably spent like half an hour together total for the whole day. Oh, I'm a pit guy. It is what it is. I disappear. I go have that. You know, he he happened to come up uh, when Dance Gavin Dance was playing this really I caught cool you vibing. kind of uh, uh busted. No, there was this real funky part on the guitar. Oh, yeah. And in the guitar player and the bass player had like this funk thing going on, mm-hmm. and I was kind of feeling it for a second. And Justin come up when I was bobbing my head, and he was like, "Bro, <laughs> what the fuck?" Get him. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, "Dude, like fucking too metal for this. This part's really cool." Um, that band, I I agree with Justin. It's weird. It's like this weird hodgepodge of it's like. Everybody just decided, like, hey, we're all going to do our own things, but we're going to play in the room together and just see what happens. Like a jazz band. And it it just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like a jazz and band. And they have the harsh vocals, but they're, they're like, the more whiny harsh mm. vocals. Mm. Like, think about a band like Thursday, if you've ever heard them. Uh. Um, so it's more like that. Now, the guy mm. that does the cleans... He can sing his ass off, mm-hmm. but that type of high singing is not what I want to hear when I go band. to a, Sometimes a, you're in a wrong primarily band. metalcore festival. So mm-hmm. I do feel like uh, there's something that the crowd was in tune to that me and Justin can't connect with, but I don't want to connect with that. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> I couldn't get into it no matter what I did. There were two or three moments throughout the entire hour or so set where they would do something real cool and I would get into it. And I even told Justin and I told Amy at one point, like, Hey, I'd be really interested to hear the instrumental version of this <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, because yeah. they would be doing something cool. But then these, I mean, the vocals are so incredibly high, mm-hmm. like windows are breaking and shit. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then the other guys screaming, like, you know, like his mom just took his juice box from him and stuff. Like it's, I, mean, I like yeah. that juice box, mom. And, and the placement of them was really weird. Like, obviously they have a fan base. We've seen thousands of people into this, even uh, though we weren't, there was a lot of people into it, but they were placed in between August Burns red, who absolutely go fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I missed most that set. Jason can talk about it a little bit more, but between August Burns red and parkway drive, two pretty heavy bands. Mm-hmm. And you have dance Gavin dance in the middle with these like kids, YouTube cartoon mm-hmm. videos up on the screens that are just 
bizarre. I don't even know what's going on. And just, I don't know. I didn't get it. Cleanse the palate, I suppose. Concert tip number 37. Don't wear the fucking band shirt to the goddamn show you're going to. Fashion faux pas. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, was it August Burns Red? They're the main people yeah. for the fest, and this fest supports. It's not for your fucking bad heart people. It's for uh, mental illness awareness and PTSD and all that kind of jazz, which is important. Um, but August Burns Red, they're the the main dudes supporting that, and they're like, hey, we're gonna just pick a spot on the the fucking festival here. We're gonna play this time. And then we'll put this ding-dong band in between, kind of cleanse the palate. You might like it, you might not. And then we'll fucking close it with a good banger. I mean, it's, it's strategic. Parkway stole the show for you, though, right? I mean, not Parkway, August Burns Red. I would have to say yes. Okay, before we get into your review of August Burns Red, I would like to hear Justin's review of August Burns Red. How did you like that part of the show? <laughs> this guy. Yeah. Sometimes you... uh you party a little too hard and you miss a band. Mm-hmm. And where did you spend the August Burns Red? <laughs> Come on now. Hey, man, I took a little nap. All right. And it was nothing against August Burns Red, but I needed a second. So it is what it is. All right. Now, before <laughs> the catastrophe happened, you soldiered on and you stickered up that motherfucking spot you was in with TMFT fucking stickers. Yes, I did. Goddamn soldier. Sometimes you need a little break because you got to go rock and roll some more. So, yeah. August Burns Red. Jason, what you got? Hey, I got my shit together so I can enjoy Parkway Drive. Yeah, go it. ahead for August Burns it. Red. I like it. <laughs> so, interesting to mention that pre-pandemic, a couple years prior to that, uh, I was given a free ticket by our good uh, buddy of the show, Big Baby Jesus. Hell yeah, dude rules. Uh, we went and saw Parkway Drive in August Burns Red. Justin was at that show. Yes, sir. Interesting because both bands were incredibly good, but neither of them were at the level of what I just experienced. Hmm. And so real quick, you said five, six years ago. Yeah, probably about five. I think it was, uh, it was the end of 2018, roughly like fall to so five time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, You should should improve by then. So, Yeah, so, you know, those of you that listen all the time, you probably heard the the Shiprocked episode where I really put Parkway Drive over and talked about how epic they are. And and they are, and they're all those things. And they were yesterday as well. But August Burns Red could have headlined this entire event yesterday because they put on one of the best shows that I've ever seen. And that's saying a lot. Uh, those of you that don't know me, I've been to hundreds and hundreds of shows. And it's a pretty big statement for me to say something like this. But they stepped up to the plate. They were at a big festival. And they proved why they were the ones putting this festival on. Yeah, they had the light show and all of that stuff working to their benefit. Hmm. But what really put them over and made them the best band of the day, in my opinion, was their technical precision. There's been very few bands that I've ever heard that sounded so perfect live. Every element of the band, 
the drums were on point, the bass was on point, the guitar player was so precise, and everything note for note sounded like what you would expect to hear from the album. And then you had the singer Jake Lurz, who I'll be honest, I never gave this guy enough credit, but he can do so many pitches. August Burns Red, if you don't know, is sort of a heavy all the time type of band. They don't have, you know, what Bobby calls the sing along ding dong type songs. Like those don't really exist outside of a couple mm. one off songs where they might have a little bit of clean singing, but they're heavy all the time. Mm. And he's changing pitches and hitting different notes. And then he's growling and then he's doing the high stuff. Every element of this band was perfect yesterday. And the fact that they had the big stage under the lights with all of the light show and everything going on, the smoke, it was just one of the best shows I've ever seen. On this particular day, they bested Parkway Drive, in my opinion. Hmm. It, It was epic. Uh, do they take uh, the opportunity to to talk about the what the fucking fest is about? Because you know they're the main people putting it on. Is, is that part of their set? They did take a few minutes to talk about that and address it. Um, the actual Heart Support Foundation has existed for a long time prior to this festival. Uh, so yes, he did take uh, the opportunity to talk about that, and he kind of. Uh, you know, gave the crowd a little bit of a motivational speech. And he mm. said, hey, like. And again, this is for mental illness awareness and PTSD and, mm-hmm. and suicide and all that kind of vibe stuff, right? Yes, sir. Right, good, good. So basically, he took that time to let everybody know that, hey, you matter. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. And when you come here, you're at home. Fuck yeah. He used that phrase, you're at home. Several times, and I thought that was so cool because cool, yeah. I personally felt at home okay, yesterday. Man. Like I felt like I was with my people. Yeah, metalheads, man. We just see another metalhead and like, oh, you're broken too. Come on in, man. Absolutely. Everything's cool. That's how I feel in every pit. It's a family. Fuck yeah. So I think that uh, we'll we'll be seeing this festival come back next year. I have a good feeling mm-hmm. about it. All right, and so uh, real quick, just to wrap it up, what was your highlight and, yeah, I guess, low light of the evening for both of you? So we'll start with Justin. What was the highlight for you? You want to start with the highlight or low light? I guess the low light was you hanging out in Turlet. Yeah, missing missing August Burns Red. That really bummed me out, but, hey, shit happens. Uh, it did. Uh, highlight, man, you know, Bottom Feeder bottom is one of my favorite pit songs, so hearing that is always a great I, time I remember for me. you bringing that up, yeah. But I like the sing-song ding-along shit. Yeah, yeah. So when they closed with Wild Eyes and the whole crowd's singing the guitar, man, it's, it gives me fucking goosebumps, man. I love yeah, it. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's something that, like, I've never seen that outside of a Parkway Drive show. Yeah. And we didn't talk about it on the Shiprocked episode. The crowd sings the guitar, the guitar part. Yeah. Hmm, the, the guitar part, or the guitar player comes out and starts playing the guitar riff, and the whole crowd just sings along with the riff. Oh, that's cool. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> All right. So low point, 
for me, I got I got to go with dance, Gavin dance. Mm. It was it was rough to make it through an hour of that. And and please, no disrespect. If you're listening to this show and you like the band, I'm not trying to hate on the band that you like. Yes, yes. Uh, I just don't understand it. Like Justin said, it's not for me. I actually was talking to a couple people in the crowd and, you know, um, if you guys are listening, uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember your names, but super cool guy that was next to me during the August Burns Reds show. Um, his wife was a fan of Dance Gavin Dance and mm-hmm. I told her, I was like, you know, look, I, I don't hate it. I just, I just don't understand it. I, I can't get it no matter what I do. It was really hard to make it through that set. <laughs> You like it's, you like what you like, man. And then sometimes you just don't vibe. I didn't vibe good either, man. It, it is what it is. It just wasn't for me. But the high point of the day, outside of the obvious, I've already talked about how epic the August Burns Red mm-hmm. uh, show was. It was just the entire vibe of this festival. Been to a lot of festivals, and this one really felt like everybody was unified, and it was a family type atmosphere. Family not meaning that everybody's got their kids around, but the family meaning that we all got each other's backs and everybody Mutual was camaraderie. Absolutely. Yeah. You just didn't you didn't have those assholes. You didn't have those like people that were making it hard for everybody else. Like every person that I encountered at this show was a stand up person and just fun to talk to. Um, just diehard metal people that just were there to have a good time. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Uh, one last thing I would like, Justin, to talk about. Uh, Parkway is one of your fucking main bands, and it's been, what, five, six years since you've seen them. Uh, how did they improve since you've last seen them? Like, are they doing what you want them to do? Are they fucking leveling up? I think so. I mean, it's the biggest stage I've ever seen them on. As Jason mentioned, last time I seen them was the House of Blues. The time before that was earlier in, I want to say it was 2018, at Rockville, which is a bigger stage, but it was during the day. They didn't have, as we talked about, lights and things right. like that. But yeah, they've they've leveled up. It's a huge spectacle now. I mean, you think they got enough traction? And like, are they headlining festivals? Is this where they're going? So. W- Winston commands that stage. Right. He just owns it. He keeps the crowd going. He's a great front man in headlining festivals. Yeah, they're headlining Resurrection Fest right. up there with Slipknot and Ghost of them. I mean, it's they're bigger overseas than they are in the United States. But, right, that's usually um, the case. Yeah, I mean, they're. I love that band. Fuck yeah, cool stuff. Good job, everybody. How cool is it, though, that Winston used that pub? There was a pub on the side of the stage. Mm-hmm. And as Justin mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. there was a mosh pit over there. And he used that as motivation for everybody else. He's like, if you can mosh at the pub, then the rest of you have no excuse. Fucking hell. Dude, <laughs> after he said that, that's when it opened up like three different pits became huh? one. It was a little bit of a uh, shit talking from the band. Like when I seen Goat Whore and they're like, uh, yeah, we started this tour in Pensacola. But we heard Tampa is the death metal capital. Like, you know, yeah. And of course, you know, we start fist yeah, fighting well, each other. Well, I can go fucking harder than Pensacola. Yeah, fuck them dudes. Pensacola. Yeah, fuck fuck the Pensacola. Fuck. This is Central Florida. We fucking do pits better than anyone. Death metal Tampa. Upside down T's and shit. Winston. Shout out to my brother if you're listening in Pensacola. I love you, bro. <laughs> hey, shout out to that guy. Fucking cheers. <laughs> Winston brought that up too. This is one of the craziest crowds he's seen on this tour. So, oh, yeah, fucking A. Good job, Tampa, Florida. Yeah, damn right. They say death metal. I'm sorry. We were actually in Orlando, but you know, heart support fest, everybody. Yeah, man. Uh, if you got like the suicidal thoughts and like fucked up brain shit, like it's, uh, we all do. Fucking talk to somebody. Don't keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Go listen to some metal with your friend and everything will be all right. And I said it last week. If you got no one else to reach out to, 
message us at Two Metal for this. We'll make time for you. No yeah, shit. All definitely. three of us got weird schedules. I'm up at night. I'll fucking talk to you. Any time of the day, guys. No shit. Don't kill yourself. Keep rocking out the metal. All right, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed our discussion on Heart Support Fest in Orlando, Florida. I have a feeling that festival will be back next year. So if you're local to the area, please give it a shot. Let's support this festival. It's supporting a good cause. Remember to give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Two Metal for this. Leave some feedback or drop your six list in the comment section. We'll give you a shout out on the next episode. Make sure you tune in for the next episode. We will be discussing the top six short songs. That's it for this week. Until next week, keep it metal and rage with respect. Yeah.